Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. Hey, before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you about a couple of our partners. These are some of the folks that help us keep the podcast going, and they've been nice enough to offer some exclusive discounts for our listeners. Now, if you've watched us on YouTube, you all know how we love to display our kicks when we're not rocking them. Sneaker Throne makes sneaker display cases featuring customizable LED lights, drop side cases to showcase your entire shoe, not just the heel, not just the toe, shoe trees, a number of other sneaker-related accessories. You can save 10% on your Sneaker Throne order by using the code HISTORY. You can find a link to Sneaker Throne in the description, or you can just head to sneakerhistory.com slash sneakerthrone, and it will send you directly to their site. Again, that's 10% off with the code HISTORY. Our friends at Prospect are the premier streetwear brand and sneaker boutique based in sunny San Diego, California. One of my favorite places. Prospect is not your typical hypebeast haven, though. They carry classic footwear from brands like Asics, New Balance, Puma, Saucony, as well as local and globally known streetwear brands like Belief, Illust, Rottweiler, Stussy, and many others. Not to mention their own Prospect label and the iconic Just a Kid from Dago collection. If you're a listener of the podcast, you can save 10% on all of your orders from Prospect through their website with the code HISTORY10. That's promo code HISTORY10 at prspctsd.com. If you or someone you know is interested in sponsoring the podcast or becoming a partner with our community, get in touch with us. You can reach us by email at podcast at sneakerhistory.com, and we'll get back to you with information about how we can partner. And now for today's episode... Georgian trying to shake off starts. Oh, what a move! LeBron James with no regard for human life. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Iverson against Gill. The crowd on its feet. Allen for the win. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Three Dudes Wearing Tie Dye. I'm Robbie. I'm really here with my two gentlemen. Mike and Rowett, what how's everybody it? feeling today? I'm good, man. It's high nice up, really. apparently. I didn't realize that. It is what it is. It's beautiful. Yeah, man. No, we had ourselves a tie-dye baby shower, and Robbie just blessed us with the fire, not only in terms of the witty Bon Monts that he was shouting left and right, but also the literal sun surface on the tie-dye shirt that he made before you. No, nah, your Chiefs hat is – it looks like it's – you know, lids ready. That, that, that's that's a lids ready hat right there. Uh, we'll take that any day. Having seen the original <laughs> pure white, that thing started whiter than you know my my, my back of my forearms. And now it has beautiful flavor and color and seasoning. Gorgeous. It's well seasoned. What's funny is when I when I'm out back like doing work, I specifically try to rotate my forearms to like get some of this is like blinding whiteness. Catch all of it, like, uh... tanned a little bit. I don't know about anybody else, but I tend to walk around like this, so my forearms get it. So you know, you gotta walk around like this, and let, you know, let the backside get it. 
Anywho, speaking of giving people the backs, a whipping on the backside, we're talking about Olympic shoes. I thought about trying to open up the floodgates even further to like, let's just go like Olympic shoes, like Germany, like China. Let's go. But we might have to do an international type, um, an international top five or starting five sooner than later. Um, I think the Olympic season is going to allow us to have some fun with what shoes and what kind of themes we go with. But if you're new to the game, we have each a pick times five. So we pick five different shoes in a snake-like fashion. So one, two, three, three, two, one, one, two, three, three, two, one type deal. Um, Snake draft. (laughs) So, like always, we haven't discussed who's going where or what's going how. So I think like I haven't gone first in a while. Who hasn't gone first in a while? Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Robbie. As you were talking, I went ahead and used random.org and randomized the draft order. You are number one. Mike is number two. And as always, I'm number three. That is the most beautiful way of doing it. That's the most fair like way it. of doing it. I love it. So in pe- in the past, I've forgotten that we're doing it like draft style and I've just thrown out shoes. So this time I am specifically thinking in terms of my favorite to my not so favorite yet still pickable okay. shoe. So without further ado, I'm going to quit my jabbering and I'm going to start it off with. So I'm afraid Mike might take it. Uh-oh. There's a couple. There, there's two shoes here where I go back and forth with. Um, in my heart of hearts, I have to go with. The United We Rise Hyperdunk from 2008, the most important shoe, I would say the most important Olympic shoe of all time, um, changed modern basketball. Uh, Eric Avar just went ham on that beast. But um, yeah, number Kobe. Number one on my list, bro. I had to cross it off. Number one. <laughs> well, the, the other one here, I think your second pick, I already know what's going to be because it, it went back and forth with myself. But yeah, man, just United We Rise. You can either go like the Black Mamba shedding skin pe doesn't matter what kind of what variant yeah but uh 2016 i bought two pairs of that retro that's awesome that's how good i felt about oh it. i feel so stupid i thought about buying it but it's one of those ones i just kept passing like oh it go on sale which it did and i kept saying it'll go lower and then i can't get it now because it's way too much and it's gonna fall apart <laughs> so no i just i think to your point robbie and i hate using this phrase because of obvious loaded connotations but that was the shoe that made america great again from a basketball perspective because you had mentioned 2008 like for a while we really were thinking are we just going to do a second olympics where we're mediocre at best but the real dream team showed up and it's been smooth sailing since or at least until this exhibition season (laughs) was that the redeem team right 2008 i believe so i thought so okay All right. Well, I guess it's my turn. And since we're talking about dream teams, I guess I have to pull this sucker out, add it on hand. So up-tempo, Olympic, Scotty Pippen, number eight on that sucker. So I have to go with that one. Just too classic not to. One of my favorite shoes of all time. I think me and Robbie both bought this at the same time last year, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think so, like December-ish. Yeah. Cause, no, it was July because they were prepping for the Olympics. Yeah. And July-ish. COVID hit hard. This was supposed to be one of those Olympic re- releases. And uh yeah, man, you got to have that one, I feel like. I forgot I own that shoe. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> when did they retro before then? Because I bought that retro. 2012. Shoe. When yeah. House of Hoops did their pack, it was 2012. Now, I think they might have did it again in 16. Every time the Olympics comes, these pop up again. Okay. I think that's the one I got. And then doing the research, I didn't know Gary Payton also wore this and had like a all white colorway of it. No, he, he, guys... he wore the, the much up tempo. So there's the uh, more. Oh, him, 
Four for yeah, one. him and Reggie rock the much of tempos. Perfect. So I guess I'm up next with my next two picks. So I'll do a little bit of the new and a little bit of the old. So I will go with the Kobe four gold medals. Nice. And then nice for my pick. backup. Thank you. I appreciate that. I have a pair. They have been beaten up to all hell, but I still refuse to throw them out because it's just a special shoe for a special guy. And then for my second pick, I'll go the Nike Air Force 180 because we like to do the Ooh. comeback. That was my that was my top three. Yeah. Good pick, man. I got upset. I went to go buy that shoe and literally sold out everything around my size. I was like, all right, it's just not meant to happen, but it's a great shoe. Um, so it's my turn again, I guess. And I have to go with I have to go with the it's from 2012, the Olympic gold medal pack LeBron 10. I actually put that into the Discord the other day. I really want a pair of them if someone has one floating around in a size 10. Uh, Motherfucker. Dude, I love that freaking shoe. The LeBron 10 like top five LeBron for me. And that one is like top three colorways of the, of the, of the LeBron 10 easily. You're not- gold swoosh, right? Yeah, uh, boy. Like that 3D printed gold swoosh. Because I know they had some LeBron 10s that had a flat swoosh on it. But there were a couple of premiums like the, uh, the, the was it Crown Jewel or whatever it was that had the raised uh jagged swoosh and that was one of them the usa one okay i had to make some adjustments to my big board that was gonna be actually my number one pick i went back and forth between that and the um and the fuck what what should i already pick oh the united rice where am i yeah where am i but no that that's a that's a killer shoe um because you threw a wrench in my side i'm now gonna (laughs) here's a here's a random pick all right you're not ready for this the Zoom Flight 96 Olympic. Oh, crap. AKA, I think about that one. AKA the, the Peginold Hardaway, or I believe Gosh. Anthony is his real name. But uh, uh, I always call him Peginold. <laughs> Peginold. Um, that's, what, that's what Penny, yeah, Penny for short, Peginold. Um, <laughs> but just that shoe, man. It's, I mean, what's so funny is like in like a quick head count, I think I have four olympic themed shoes i'm not even that fucking patriotic so like most of these shoes in the pack that we've well we're all going to talk about i've had multiple opportunities to buy and it's like don't buy them because it's like i don't have enough space for that much red white and blue like i don't wear tank tops like that with america like so this one specifically i didn't buy i believe it was 2013 2012 didn't buy them i was like mother i think about it all the time but i love that shoe I just get suckered in for the Olympics. It's not like, ooh, July 4th, every year I got to buy a red, white, and blue shoe. But every four yeah. years when the basketball starts really just amping up internationally, I get suckered in every time. No, even if it's one pair or multiple pairs, I have red, white, and blue crap everywhere. And I had to sell a bunch of it because it was just, like Robbie said, I don't wear it that much. It's just it's just a feeling of like, ooh, basketball is really heavy right now, and I want to support my team. That's all it is. Exactly. I think the same way that we thought to include the USA colorways – it's inevitable that about once every two years, I'll end up with another pair of USA themed basketball shoes. And it's great to wear on the 4th of July, but come uh, Labor Day, I'm like, really? Do I need another well, pair? Why would I do this? Yeah. True. So, Robbie, did you make your second pick? I have not yet. So, with my second one, I'm going with the Air Jordan 31. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets. We just talked about this one too. That was like, dang, you did. No, it's one of the first shoes that came to mind when we started thinking about this. Like, oh yeah, Mike and I just talked about it, and I love that shoe. 
Um, I didn't buy any 31s, man. And like, I, I kick myself in the ass about it. That's a fantastic looking shoe. Um, this is the, the white with the way the red and the Navy kind of like fades into, or is like fly knitted woven would probably be the most correct word. The way that it's like the colors are woven into the side panels looks so good. Yeah. So yeah, definitely that shoe. The nice, one nice, pair nice. of 31 I own is that shoe. So now I feel even better about it. So thank you for that. Woo, woo. Nice, dude. Beer money. Uh, cool, cool. So I am up next and I'm going, I'm going to deter from the red, white, and blue, but still Olympic. And I'm going to go with the, uh, the metal, a metal stand flyknit racer. Ooh. The uh, Volt or electric green color. I don't know what they actually called it, but it's the one all, every, every sport in the USA wore on a metal stand. Uh, LeBron and the USA team wore them as well, of course, getting their gold medal, and they were so sick. I had to buy every fly that I get my hands on at that point. Number three pick, I like it. I, somebody that slept completely on the fly net, I feel like I was Rip Van Winkle, or was it Stiltskin? I can't even remember. Both sleep, I just, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I just slept on them heavy, and now I regret it every time I see somebody wearing them. Uh, with my next two picks, because I've got the comeback, I will go with what I thought would have been a top three pick, and maybe this is what Nick would have picked if he was here, the Nike Jordan 7 Olympics. I just think you need it for posterity's sake. Yep. It's a classic shoe. It looks good. And it's one of those rare colorways that I don't mind that they retro every now and then because I do feel really patriotic come this time of year. So a similar sentiment to what Mike was saying. And then for my next pick, I will go with the hmm, – what can I do? What can I do? I'll go with the KD4 gold medals. So I've got two four oh. USA-themed shoes, one for Kobe, one for, Kyrie, uh, one for KD. And I may have tipped my hand with the next pick, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> Nah, that's good picks, man. I completely forgot about the Jordan Seven and how and how did I forget it? Just too many things out there. Um, yep. But I'm gonna go back to a I, I don't know, we call it team basketball shoe, but the Hirachi 2K4 Olympic in the white colorway. Mm-hmm. Fantastic shoe. Uh, I think they had a white one, then they also had a blue one, but the white one just stood out a little bit more to me. Okay. I had to bring out something not Nike, so I'm going with the 1996 Reebok Preacher. From one Shaquille O'Neal, which is, nice. is funny to me because when, when you think about it, like 1996 Shaq is such a specimen of a human being, like a one-off, a, a one-of-one human being in terms of sure. construction. And could you imagine being from, I'm going to say Angola, just to, from Charles Barkley, um, but it's like being from any part of the world. And it's like, well... Yeah, this is going to be a this is going to be an afternoon. Uh, this is gonna be, it's like having to go up against Shaq, and the shoes are so damn big. They have windows for days. I believe they have they had Hexalite in them, and DMX. I don't remember, but just these big ass window shoes on the biggest man. And I I imagine being some like you know six foot ten Serbian like white Serbian dude just like I am strongest man in village, and then Shaq comes in. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, not so, nope. <laughs> I thought I was I'm glad cool. you did that accent, Rob, because if either Mike or I attempted that, we might have gotten canceled. And I definitely echo your sentiments about how every non-USA basketball player must look at our team as the finalist of all bosses in video games ever. <laughs> so that's 100% true. Like Michael Jordan, intimidating. LeBron, intimidating. But a Shaq from like a, a human being perspective, just like, like what am I going to do? I <laughs> I mean, like, who could we even think of from a foreign perspective? Maybe Giannis, especially after the run he's had in the finals, where I'm like, holy cow, you and I are the same species, but we're not. It's like Pokemon. 
yeah. you're evolved and I'm not. I'm, I'm progressing as I want to play. <laughs> I'm going backwards right now. I did something in there that wasn't Nike. No, I'm glad you did no, because I'm glad. That, yeah, I had to reach. So my last yep. one though, I'm gonna have to go, Mr. Kobe Bean Seven, uh, no, the 2012 offering sit. without the PP Gold Sprinkle on it. Yep. So there's a version with the PP Gold Sprinkle on it, <laughs> and there's a version without the PP Gold. I want the non-gold sprinkle. Kobe, the last time we see him in the Olympics, him and a young KD this torching people that was fun london london was never the same no i was gonna say uh, this is gonna be a very big brag it's not gonna be a humble brag so bear with me listening audience but wearing the kobe sevens in london during the olympics was probably the height of my swag because we were able to get tickets we were able to be a part of it and yeah just like it felt like the perfect shoe and it's always going to be in my heart because there are a few places in my life that have generated more excitement than being outside the Olympic Stadium as Usain Bolt is running. And you're not even in the stadium, but you feel the electricity. So you don't even need to spend hundred or $1,000 for a seat in the stadium because if you're outside the stadium, because I think we were done watching the gold medal field hockey game, yeah. you just soak that electricity in and you feel like you can run just as fast. So great pick, Robbie. Extremely jealous of that. Now I'm just extra sad I don't have my – Kobe sevens anymore. So if anyone has Kobe sevens in a size ten, help your boy out. I don't. I don't really care what couple at this point. Now I just missed them for that. Again, it was just that that silhouette had a moment. Yeah. Even though they stay hurt when you play ball, I don't care. Like the shoes is awesome. Um. All right. I guess I have to finish up with another non-traditional. And this one, I'm kind of reaching in a sense. It's not quite released, but there we have actual dates. We have official images from Nike already. But it's a historic shoe to me because this is the first year skateboarding is in the Olympics. So I have to go with the power dunk low, um, especially since they're doing Paro's doing the jerseys. Uh, or Paro Pata. Paro, isn't those Paro? Um, yeah, so I have to go with that one because I am so stoked to watch, you know, just the, the skateboarding as a whole. Between that, three on three basketball, I am I'm ready. I'm excited to see Nigel Houston kind of turn into the Summer Olympics version of Sean White, where I think for the mm-hmm. next four years, this dude is going to be everywhere. And I like the fact that he's kind of doing that Lewis Hamilton thing because we always have this mental image of what we think a skateboarder looks like. And guess what? Nigel Houston's about to break some barriers in the best way possible. Uh, yeah, like it's going to be fantastic. Man, and I really hope that we can get our hands on those kids because I think they come out at skate shops on Sunday. Best believe. And they come Tactics. out on sneakers on Tuesday. So I'm already locked in. Locked in? Locked Perfect. in. Perfect. And I'm, I'm waiting to catch my L, even though I, I want to speak positive things into the world, but sneakers has beat me down so much that I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Now make sure you interact with everything. So I guess I'll go last with my last pick. I will go with the Nike Air Flight Posit 2 KG Olympic colorway. I didn't even realize he had this. And the fun fact for me for this was the fact that he had a navy and blue or a white and blue colorway for most of the games. And then in the gold medal game, he switched it out for a blue and gold colorway, which looked pretty sick. And I think it's a futuristic shoe. And yeah, we're all going to remember KG's moment from the Olympics, not on anything he did physically in the game, but hyping up. Vince Carter in the best way imaginable. If I ever do something like that, where one of the visceral reactions of one of my friends is to punch me in the chest like KD did, then I know I did something. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going six man now. So Robbie, it's your show, my man. Go for it. Random, but I've never had an interest in owning this shoe, but I've always liked it from afar. 
the Presto Olympic from the 2000 Sydney Games, and I believe it retro like last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, going with the Olympic. I like the I like the little the little circle thingies around the toe box. I like the print. It's a very clean look. Just again, no more need for another navy blue shoe. But I like them. They're good shoes. Yeah, no, nah, that's a great pick. I keep I see it around every so often. Like, man, that's a good pair. But I just can't make myself buy them again. Same deal. It's like I don't need this colorway, but they're cool. I respect them. Uh, but I'll go ahead with my sixth man and. You know, Roy just got done talking about the shoe and uh, alluding to it at least, and that's the Shop BB4. Uh, these are retroed a couple times. Definitely the most uncomfortable shoe on earth, but what Vince Carter did is just remarkable. Jumping over a seven foot with with extreme prejudice, like he beat this man like he stole something from him, and that's one of those moments. Basketball in general, you will never forget. Sports in general, because the reaction was that, all right, well, we're done here, aren't we? We're, just, we're done. <laughs> I know. I mean, I think that single moment did just as much as the 1992 Dream Team Diplomatic Tour, where they just kicked everybody's asses and everybody was smiling about it. That was the last moment where we're, we were at the top of the world, so to speak, from a bas- basketball perspective until the Redeem Team moment. Yep. All right. With me, I will go for a USA colorway, not necessarily an Olympic one. And I'll go for the Kyrie One USA. Just It looks like a bomb pop. It's something I always associate with summer. It's something I always wear during the 4th of July. Hell, I wore it to Robbie's summer shindig this year. So just a classic quintessential summer shoe that I think deserves some sort of recognition. Facts. forgot about that one, too. Very good one. When I saw it in person, I'm like, oh, that's a good shoe. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and recap my sixth then. So for my sixth man, we have the Olympic Presto. Jordan 31, then um, the Nike Hyperdunk 2008 United We Rise, um, the Kobe 7, I guess, system, if you want to call it that, um, the Zoom Flight 96 Olympic, and then the Reebok Preacher. Nice. How about you, Mike? What do you got? Yeah, start from top to bottom. We're going to have, number one, the more up-tempo Olympic. Uh, Number two, LeBron 10 uh, gold medal, or I guess gold medal pack, whatever you want to call it. Uh, number three is the metal stand flying racer. Number four, Hirachi 2K4, white Olympic. Number five, power dunks. And six men is going to be the shock BB4. Perfect. And as for me, my starting five is the Kobe 4 gold medals, the Nike Air Force 180 as won by Chuck uh, Charles Bar- uh, Barkley, the Jordan 7 Olympics, the gold medal force from KD, and then my center, I guess, if you want to call them that, is the Nike Air Flight Posit 2 KG gold medal colorway with the Kyrie 1 USA coming off the bench. That KG, I mean, what's one shoe from everybody they, they, they wish they could have put on there? I would have like to have gotten something from Vince Carter on there. Not the BB4. I think it was the Vince Carter, um, the VC2 that had an mm-hmm. Olympic or the VC3 that had an Olympic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, w- I would like to have got Mr. Vince Carter on the list somewhere. How about, um, you? How about you, Mike? Jordan 6 Olympic. One shoe I've actually always wanted to add to my collection. Uh, again, got kind of lost in the shuffle of everything, but that's definitely one I would love to add uh, to my list if we had a seventh man. I think I would probably, yeah, I'd add a LeBron shoe just because the fact that he is missing from my Olympic list and he shouldn't be because he's won three gold medals and that's something to be celebrated. And then obviously maybe a hoodie for Carmelo because we all know hoodie mellow is only bested by Olympic mellow. So I'd almost (laughs) like to have like, man, there's so many good shoes. So we we completely forgot about the sixes. I I had a pair of those and got rid of them. I didn't love them that much. Um, We have. (laughs) 
the Carmelo Jordan twos. Yeah. Um, there's so many Jordan like PEs for like the Olympics and stuff. I can't even think of the Mellow Jordan four P- Olympic PEs. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots and lots of good stuff. I mean, I think D Rose, um, D Rose wore. He, he was in one of the Olympics. I, think I was searching. I didn't see any D Rose. I didn't see any D Rose Olympic colorways as far as I. No, he, he did the um, he did the FIFA World when he was coming back from his injury. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. So. Never mind, but uh, not Olympics. Was there like a yeah? There's so many good shoes, man. Six as well. I, I don't know. Iverson, we missed one his one shoe or two shoes that he wore. I can't remember what answer it was, but it was one. I think it was. I want to say six, but I can't remember. I, I'm actually interested to see what is the heat that comes out of this Olympic run because we've got the p- potential for a non-Nike shoe, especially if Dame Lillard takes oh, off yeah. the way we think he's capable of. Maybe we get that fire Adidas. Would it be the Dame 7 colorway or Dame 8? Probably Dame I mean, 8. Okay. Yes, yeah, so here's hoping. I mean, I know half of this podcast is based out of Portland, Oregon, so we would love to see Dame do his thing and hopefully stay in Portland. If not, I have a feeling he's going to go to a certain team based out of L.A. that Robbie cheers for near and dear to his heart. Who knows? It's all speculation. But, uh, it's the right. Anywho, this has been a fun little episode. We hope you guys like tuning in with us on Fridays and hearing our starting five. I'm Robbie. You can find me at R-A-H-B-E-E-702. But most importantly, make sure you're following at Sneaker History. Mm-hmm. Mike, where can they find you? Yep, Sneaker History first and foremost. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789. And, of course, YouTube at Mike Guillory. Roy, where can they find you, bud? RoadM13 on Instagram, Rohizi on Twitter. Follow Sneaker History. Enjoy everything that all of us do. So please support the crew. Yep, thanks, everybody. Hey everyone, this is Nick again. Before you take off, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. We just launched our new merch, including tees, stickers, keychains, and a bunch of other pieces you can grab to show your support for the podcast. You can purchase it now through our companion site, sittingtreasure.com. You can also get access to more episodes of the podcast by joining our Discord community at patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Plus, we've got a bunch of other fun things going on in the community, including trivia nights, giveaways, access to sneaker raffles from around the world, release announcements, and just in general, good people helping good people get the sneakers they want. Plus, we're not bought by advertisers, investors, or other big money. I'm confident in saying that we are the best sneaker community for people truly passionate about sneakers. We've also teamed up with a few partners to offer our supporters access to exclusive discounts. You can find some of those in the links in the description for this episode and even more in our Discord. Give us a try, and if you don't enjoy it, you can always cancel the membership at any time. As always, thank you for rocking with us, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question, and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.